0: Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons.
1: Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play Doctor Online, and this is going to be the second show in a row that is an exclusive download-only show. Uh, There's a reason for that. I will get into that momentarily, (laughs) but first, I need to uh, correct an error that I made on last week's show. I want to be the kind of podcast radio thing that uh, I want to be the kind of host of one of those things that if I make a mistake, I correct it as soon as possible and at the top of the show. I don't wait, I don't bury it in the back with the corrections in the newspapers, that kind of thing. I, I, I stay it up front because I got something wrong and I want to make sure that it, it, it gets corrected. And uh, you know, so if I find something that I screwed up on the show or if somebody else finds something and lets me know, then I will um make sure that uh, confirm that I was in fact wrong because it's yeah you know, it's so rare that I'm wrong. Oh wait a minute. I'm kind of wrong often. Well, you know, it's I'm human and I will admit that I can be wrong. And in this case, yes. Uh what happened? Well last week I was talking about the band, the uh the uh progressive metal band uh, tool, who's and I I knew of them and but I did not know much of their music and friend of the show Craig uh, he um, he sent me a couple uh, links to videos to check out and I talked about those songs and one in particular uh, that song was also covered by a group of uh, music students at the Manville. Music Academy, I believe that's the title of it, which is located in Manville, Ohio, uh, and it's just about 20 miles northeast of Cincinnati. In case you're googling it, that's it's about maybe a little more than 20 miles, but that's about where it is. And it's a really talented group of kids. I mean, if I believe the video, and I do, that they play those instruments, and they, they reproduce the song really well. And anyway, so I talked about that, and ...and that and that, uh, I found the band interesting, which I, I have found... ...well, I've had difficulty finding the band Tool on Spotify, which is where I listen to most of my music these days. And so, uh, I don't think they're on there. I'll check again, but uh, anyway. The mistake I made was I uh, got the name of the song wrong twice. There's a certain irony in the fact that I got the song wrong twice... Uh, what I d- kept saying was uh, the name of the song was 46 and 10. But the name of the song is 46 and 2. I looked up the meaning stuff. It has something to do with chromosomes and, and ex- extra chromosomes or something. I, whatever. for humans or I don't something like that. Just, you know, arty-farty, deep-thinking type thing, lyric thing. Whatever it's about. It doesn't matter. The song's pretty cool. Well, uh, I think the reason why I kept saying 46 and, and 10, which I only said twice, because uh, I re-listened to the show and said, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, I said it. And uh, uh, I think the reason was because of football language, American football, uh, where you have uh, first and 10, that kind of thing. So I think maybe that was... In my head, but I wrote it down correctly in my in my composition note, notebook that I work from when I do my shows so I, you know check and see what I'm gonna be talking about and I look to see if I have any uh, notes of things specifically I want to say or Information I need to give out. I have it right here and I had it correct 46 and, and 2 is the name of the song so I'm my apologies to, uh, uh, to to Craig And to uh, other friend of the show Travis Who uh, both of them are big uh, Tool fans I was going to say they're big tools <laughs> Well hmm, That has several meanings doesn't it Anyway um, The reason that it's Somewhat ironic That I made the mistake twice Was uh, It stemmed the, the talk about Tool uh, Somewhat stemmed from a, a rant that I had a little bit last week and a bigger bit about the same thing the week before uh, about this uh, particular YouTube channel called Watch Mojo and Watch Mojo produces these pop culture top ten lists. Uh, they they post one every day on YouTube and. Uh, um, there was one in which the, uh, the young fellow who was doing the voiceover uh, for the uh, top ten most electrifying live bands of all time, he uh, happened to uh, mispronounce a certain rock music genius, uh, mispronounced his name, and he mispronounced it twice. Um, I think it's, it's possible I might have uh, called the young fellow who's doing the voiceover a dumbass... I think that might have come up. Uh, Well, who's the dumbass now? Uh, Mistakes happen. Sorry, young fella. I will say, though, WatchMojo.com could fix it. I mean, they could do what I'm doing here and say, whoops, we goofed that up, have the kid come back and sit in the studio and say, here, read these lines again. We'll re-edit them in and repost the video with the correct pronunciation. But as far as I know, they haven't done that because they don't care. Well, maybe they do care, and they just don't realize they got it wrong. Maybe nobody's told them. Find it hard to believe that nobody on the Internet would let somebody else on the Internet know that they're wrong about something. (laughs) Hard to believe that would happen, isn't it? So why, then, is this the second show that's download-only, which you can download the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, uh, and it'll show up in your feed. Or you can follow me on Podbean, and I guess it'll alert you to my my posting a new uh, program. Uh, or, you know, you can go to Ztalk, ztalkradio.com and go to the show archives page and scroll down to show number 360. I've come full circle now. This is 360 shows. Uh, you can go and download it from there. So everything will be up and ready for you to get. Uh, but there won't be... Uh, 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 my playing the show on Saturday night at 11 p.m. Central, uh, so there won't be a chat room discussion there's usually a couple people that show up in the chat room and if we have a little talk and and if i make something wrong there's a, there's one friend of the show that uh, likes to tell me that i got something wrong he has a lot of fun doing that which is great i you know i need that i need that when i get something wrong i need to have somebody say hey wait a minute or to just suggest did you think of it from this way or this kind of thing just a little discussion it's nice it's cool uh so you know, if you want you can, if you got not, if you don't have anything better to do on a saturday and what better? What is there that's better to do than listen to Jim Radio on the Ztalk Radio Network, huh? Well, it's the same reason that last week's show was a download only. There's a big job, big scrub job to do uh, for one of our customers, and we have to do it on Saturday night. And it's going to be well into the night, hopefully not all night, but... Uh, It's a big job. We're going to have six guys working. That's good. Uh, And we were supposed to do it last week. If you recall, I talked about... uh, When I record the show, it's on a Friday night. Well, last week on that Friday night, we here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, we were anticipating uh, a big old winter storm coming through. The morning news that morning, the weather guy on on the news said... In the Twin Cities metro area can expect anywhere from 6 to 10 inches by the time it's done on Sunday morning. It'll taper off on Sunday morning. It'll start off as freezing you know, rain and then switch over to freezing rain on Friday. And then overnight it'll turn into snow. And it'll be snowing all day Saturday, heavy at times. Around the mid, you know, late afternoon it'll be pretty heavy at that point. And then it'll taper off Sunday morning. So 6 to 10 inches for the, the Twin Cities. That's what that's what I recall the weather guy saying on Friday morning. And things were going pretty much at that time. You know, the, the timing that he laid out. And that Saturday, I'm just watching the snow come down. Now, as I said last week... I called the customer on Friday afternoon and said, Is it possible we can reschedule this? We got a big storm coming through, we don't know what might happen. And the customer said, Well no, no, we gotta we gotta get all our stuff out on the floor when you guys are done and and we got the spring sales coming up and all that, and so it's just you know I said, Well, okay, we'll we'll try to power through and see if we can do it. Well (laughs) Springtime in the upper midwest. Um as I said, the weatherman predicted things to go a certain way, and it, and it was going a certain way. It, it, the, and I'm watching as uh, the day's going by on Saturday. I'm watching the snow accumulate out there, and and at some point I realized I better move my van off the street. And I, my next door neighbor lets me park it in her driveway, so I did that. And uh, so I was going to use the car that night, and because uh, it has better tires on it, and so uh, five o'clock rolls around. We're supposed to meet at the office at 5.30. I get out, I had to shovel my way to the garage. Uh, I had put two shovels into the car so that uh, uh, in case I got stuck, I'd have a shovel. And, and I brought, and I told the guys of the crew, I said to each of them multiple times, bring a shovel. We're gonna need shovels, bring a shovel. And I brought an extra one figuring one of them is not going to bring, you we'll probably forget to bring a shovel. One of them won't bring a shovel. It's just, that's just, you know, they're human. And I can just, I can just imagine one of them not bringing one. So I'll bring an extra shovel. I almost brought, we have got three of them, almost brought a third one. But my wife said, well, maybe leave a shovel here because I might need it. And I said, that's okay. That's a good idea. Well, uh, I shoveled a little bit of the top part of the gar- of the driveway. We have a little driveway. It's narrow and it's not very long, but it does have an incline to it. It goes up in, to go into the garage. And so I shoveled down a few feet and uh, I, I, I backed out the car and I got stuck at the bottom of the driveway. Well, a neighbor was coming by. He got me unstuck, so I drive off to work. And the work is three miles away. And I'm heading down the... the the most main streets I can, figuring that the snow will be at least driven over a lot and I might be able to get through those better. And so, and it was working. And I was getting my way there. But every time I'd pass a side street, it just seemed like virtually every side street that I passed had had one or two cars stuck trying to get onto that side street. That's how bad it was. And the snow was just coming down really heavy at this point. So we're right in the height of the storm at this point. Well, I get to the office... But I don't pull into the office parking lot because it's obvious that it's still crammed with snow. And I can see the supervisor is there. He's one of our crew. He's trying to dig out the van. Uh, He's the one that I figured wouldn't bring a shovel. And he didn't. (laughs) He's using a dolly to pull the snow away from the van. And he'd been there since 4 o'clock. We were all supposed to meet at 5.30. Well, I I go past the, the parking lot. And I go to the next parking lot along, which is part of a gas, a, a, a car wash and a body shop. And it looked like it was plowed. A little part of it was, but I thought more of it was. And I turn into that and immediately get stuck. Well, at this point, I'm realizing this is just futile. So I call my boss and I said, we're not making it. It's just not going to happen. I mean, I got stuck twice getting here. You know, Paul, our supervisor, is trying to dig out the van using a dolly. And, you know, and I'm stuck right now. It's just, we're not going to make it. It's just, it's it's we're not going to make it. And uh, I found out later that one of our other guys was stuck in his driveway at about the same time. So uh, the boss calls the customer and says, sorry, but we can't make it. And they said, well, we understand. We're a little disappointed. We understand. We'll see if we can reschedule. Boss calls me back. Go home. It's off. Forget it. So I called the supervisor over, and I hand him my extra shovel, and I said, here, let's get me, on, let's get me out of this. He's parked on the street, so he, he, he was smart. He didn't try to pull into the driveway or anything. He just parked on the street, so he's fine. And, but he told me he got stuck at least twice, maybe more, on the way to the office. Well, we get me dug out, and while it's, while we're working on dug, digging me out, I called my wife and I said, "Hun, you know it's a good thing left a shovel at home because uh, please go out and, and I said I'm coming home, but can you go out and shovel the driveway? So at least I can get the car off the street, and, uh, and so and then hopefully into the garage." uh... she does that we finish digging me out i get moving uh, and i'm on my way home and i get i take the roads and luckily i found some parts that had been plowed so those were easy to get past but i take it easy i get there i drive up to our driveway it has amy had finished shoveling it i drive in i have to stop because i have to get out and open up the overhead door to get in and and i get back in i start to drive up and at the car gets about four feet away from getting into the garage and the pack, snow and ice on the driveway and being at that incline, the, the wheels just start spinning and spinning and I can't I can't get up there. So I had to back down, I get stuck, I start shoveling, I get the scraper out of the garage, I scrape the ice off the you know eventually I get it into the garage. That whole process of me leaving at about five o'clock and getting back home and back into the house, was about an hour and three quarters of time that, that, that we did, and we didn't go in to do the job. Uh, it just was nuts, and this was this was a, a pretty significant storm because it, it didn't finish up on Saturday. By about that time that I was leaving, now we were expecting, according to Friday morning's weather report, six to ten inches in the metro area. Uh, we had, at about that point in the day, I'm sure we had over a foot of snow on the ground, maybe even more than that, and maybe like more like you know 14 inches at that point, maybe 15 inches. Uh, Sunday rolls around, and it doesn't sn- stop snowing. It lightens up. It has periods where it's not snowing, but it keeps going pretty much through the entire day, and sometime in the overnight between Sunday and Monday, it stops snowing. Monday morning, uh, once all the snow snowing had shut down finally, uh, St. Paul, had over 19 inches of snow. Some areas had 20, some had 24 inches of snow. It just—it was crazy. It was crazy, and and I guess you know we've had a storm like that in the past. Uh, to the day, April 14th, 1983, there was a big old storm that came through with about 20 inches of snow that happened then. I have some vague memories of that one, but it was ugh. so we didn't do the job and then the week comes in on Tuesday I got a phone call from the manager of the store saying can we reschedule for this coming Saturday the 21st and I said yep and the boss had some you know stuff we had to work out with them and we got it all set up and we're going in tomorrow. This weekend is going to be very much spring-like. It was spring-like today, sunny. There's all, a lot of that snow is already melted, and it's still melting. The streets are dry for the most part, and you know, dry down the pavement. And you know, it, it's, that's the one thing about snow at this time of the year: it disappears really fast, uh, it, because the sun is up so high in the sky. Uh, somebody was telling me the other day that the angle, that the, that the height, of the sun is up. And the angle of it is about the same as it is toward the end of August. You know, it's about the same uh, because it's you know so many days past the uh, before the equinox and this or the solstice on this end, and so many days after it on that end of the summer. When I, something like that. It was an adventure. It surely was. <laughs> uh, it's something I don't want to go through again. Uh, there's a uh, there's a fellow that's uh, one of the Minnesota skeptics and. Uh, He's he was he was uh, putting messages on Facebook all weekend long about how wonderful he thought it was. Oh, it's beautiful! It's fantastic! Look at this snow! Oh, isn't it great? And and he's needling all of us out here who have to, you know, because obviously he didn't have to travel in it and he didn't have to shovel it. Well, I had to do both because I shoveled for two and a half hours, shoveled and snowblowed. You know, I use the machine and I shovel. Uh, Sunday morning for about two and a half hours and Monday morning for about two and a half hours. It's just, yeah, he doesn't have to do any of that. He just thinks it's, oh, isn't this wonderful. And then on Monday at some point, uh, he puts up a a status that says, uh, wasn't that a wonderful weekend? And I I commented back, I said, yes, and I'm delighted it's over. (laughs) And you know what's over right now? My first segment the first segment of Dimland Radio is over. So I'm going to head to break. You sit tight. I'll return. You're listening to Dimland Radio on the Z-Talk Radio Network. And I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. I'll be back.
0: Radio is committed to bringing you the best radio possible. We will test your senses with innovative
1: and entertaining radio programming, honest, informative, inspirational, and on occasion controversial. Our listening audience will also have the opportunity
0: to interact with the show hosts and guests through live chat and call-in capabilities.
1: You can't be left out of the loop. Tune into all our live shows once, and you'll never turn your computer off again. Z Talk Radio on your computer dial. Your Healthy Addiction. Grandpa, look what
0: I got. Wait till you see the bike we got for Jake. It is the coolest
1: thing. Hearing loss happens gradually with age, making it easy to ignore. Yet most older Americans aren't getting their hearing tested.
0: Dad, can you hear me?
1: Untreated hearing loss can keep your loved ones from enjoying what they cherish most. Don't let that happen. Speak up about hearing loss. You'll be glad you did. Brought to you by the American Speech-Language-Hearing Association. Remember, there's no hugging in the chat room. You're listening to Dimland Radio on ZTalk Radio Network.
0: Your assignment is to listen to the buzz. On Monday nights from eight to ten PM Central on ZTalkRadio.com. This message will self-destruct. Well, I'll be hornswoggled. You're listening to ZTalk Radio Network. You don't say. What? You think you went off to college or something? on ztalkradio.com. That's the most amazing thing since Grandma survived the outhouse incident.
1: Not that one. This one. <sighs> well, at the sound of the arg, you know what that means. That means that uh, there's something that's really bugging me. Uh, it's a. It's a. Pet peeve and annoyance, something that uh, just makes me uh, just gets under my skin. It's it's, it's not necessarily an important thing, uh, although the pedantic moments are kind of like that. They're things that get under my skin that aren't necessarily important. But the args are just a little bit more like a needle. It's just a little bit more of a, a thorn poking me. It's just grr, it just bothers me. Uh, by the way, if you've noticed that the, uh, the bumpers, the songs that play in and out of breaks, uh, this week's show, uh, they're all Prince songs, because when this show drops tomorrow, uh, um, on the 21st of April, 2018, I don't know, you might be listening to this well into the future, who knows, uh, it'll be two years since uh, Prince, the uh, musician from Minneapolis, um, it'll be two years since he died. Uh, which is weird, man. The time goes so damn fast. And uh, anyway, um, it's related to him, uh, of which I speak, this Arg. And I think I've mentioned it in the past, and there's probably a reasonable answer for this, or uh, something that makes sense. And I think I have an idea about what it is uh, about it, but it' still it still makes me nuts. All right, it has to do... I I, I watch the morning news on uh, the weekdays uh, before going to work. And most of the time, though, I'll I'll put on my Spotify and the headphones and I'll sit on the couch and I'll snooze for about an hour or so. But the news is on, and I'll just look and see what's going on, read the crawl or whatever. And most, you know, that's what I do. But for a while there, I'm listening, paying attention to it for the weather and all that kind of stuff. And, um... In two years' time, every time, and I mean every time, every single time, there is a story on the Fox Nine uh, News. That's the local affiliate for Fox here in the uh, in Minnesota. Every time they do a story about Prince. You are guaranteed, absolutely guaranteed, to see the same Saturday Night Live footage of Prince playing a song. You will see the same footage every single time they do a story about Prince. And that's two years now. Two years. And the footage they show is from the last time he performed on Saturday Night Live. I believe it's the last time. It's when he, uh, he's he got the afro thing going, and he's wearing sunglasses with the round lenses, and he's got the third lens that's right in the middle on, on top of the uh, the regular two lens, so as if he's got a third eye in the middle of his forehead. And he's he's playing, and the song that he's playing, I don't know what it is, but it's pretty rockin', It's pretty kick-ass, as far as I can recall. And uh, he's got the backup, or his band, is that they're all women, and uh, which is cool, and, 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 and they're really good musicians, because they have to be, because they're playing with and and so it's it's always the same footage always every time and it was suggested to me that there's probably a licensing thing or a fee that they pay and they they paid for that clip so they can use it uh, in their video montage when they're telling whatever the story is and it doesn't matter what the story is about as long as it's about Prince if it's uh, something going on with his estate and the family in, the, in, the, in, in court dealing with that or if it's uh, what the autopsy reports are about the, the drugs in his system uh, whether it's a story about uh, he apparently recently that the story is saying that he didn't realize he was taking fentanyl uh, that's at least somebody's floated that story or and I guess this weekend there's going to be a, a a special showing of a Prince video uh, Prince concert video film whatever in some movie theater in the Twin Cities. So anytime there's a story about him, it doesn't matter what the story is specifically, as long as it's about Prince, you're going to see that footage. I mean, I. I I've, ta- I've I know it's gonna I know what's going to happen because I I'm watching it. I don't I'm not even listening to it. I just got the Spotify on. I'm watching the two news readers uh, doing their thing, and over their shoulder is the picture of Prince. You know they they you know how they do that in the local news. They'll put the little picture up on the corner or behind them. And over their shoulders there's a picture of Prince, and oh they're going to do a story about Prince, and we're going to see that SNL footage. And practically before the sentence even gets through my brain, there it is. There's that footage every time. And again, I know it's probably licensing, whatever, but, but last week, at some point during the week, they they showed a little bit, you know, it it was a print story, and it happened the same way. Uh, I see the picture of Prince. I know they're going to start doing a story about Prince. We're going to see the SNL vid- uh, concert footage. And uh, all that's happening, just it's clockwork. Boom, boom, boom. Then you see some other footage where there, you know, people are outside the courthouse or the reporter sitting, standing outside of Paisley Park or whichever. And this one time, they show footage from his video for, I believe the song is Raspberry Beret." beret, raspberry beret. And I think that's the video it's for. It's it's from his around the world in a day uh album. I know that much. And uh, you know cuz he's got the outfit on and all that stuff. I recognize all that. And I think it's raspberry beret. And I thought, "Oh, wait a minute. You can show more than just what that little bit was. You 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 you've got something else there. Why not just go with that? Just just show that." Stop showing the Saturday Night Live thing. And I think, like two or three weeks ago, when there was a story about Prince, again, same pattern, they start talking about Prince, there's the picture of him over their shoulder, then they go to the video montage, it's the Saturday Night Live thing, and then whatever else that goes from there. And that time, they showed some footage from another video that he had done. I don't remember which music video it was. It might have been... I don't remember what it was. Um... And I think it might have been uh, when doves cry or something. And I thought, so I'm putting these together. So why can't you just do that? Just you, you, obviously, if you can show a bit of his video clip from a song or two, then do that and ditch the Saturday Night Live stuff. I mean, two years, people, two years. And I know I'm going to see it again tomorrow morning if I watch the morning, the, the Fox Nine Morning News tomorrow morning. I know I'm going to see it because they're going to do some story about him because the film thing that's going on over the weekend. They're going to show it and they're going to see the SNL thing. It's just, it drives me crazy. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, well, let's stick with the news. Uh, um, Art Bell died this past week. Uh, Art Bell, in case you don't know who he was, Art Bell was one of these guys that uh, had the had a late night radio program that would be on for several hours overnight, and I think he called it Coast to Coast, and he 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 broadcast from a remote location somewhere in the desert, high in whatever some Arizona plain or something like that. Anyway, um, he. His show was uh, a a, a show that featured uh, people that believed in the silliest stuff that they could believe in. And they would make any kind of claims that they want. Paranormal claims, supernatural claims, pseudoscientific claims, left and right. He would do ads for perpetual motion machines or levitating machines or something like that. I, I would hear this. Now, I didn't listen to a lot of his show. I was working nights, and he was on in this market. And he was on the station that I would listen to through most of the day, anyway. And so I would catch some of his show. But it seemed to me that the that most of his, if he has an hour, you know, an hour of his show was uh, about 45 minutes of commercials and maybe 15 minutes of actual content. Now I'm probably wrong in that, but. That's how it seemed to me at the time. It seemed like now maybe my timing was that I got to the car at the same time of night and I would turn it on so and listen to it as I'm driving home and I would always catch it in the same time block and that would be the block in which he he, you know, has a lot of ads and then he'll do some some ad reads where he'll actually do the ad himself. And so that's and some people might think that's part of the program. It's not. It's an ad. <laughs> it's not it's not content, it's an ad. And, and it would seem to me that I heard barely any content. Of course, I didn't listen to it long enough uh, it, it, to really get the content in a night. But boy, I tell you, the hour seemed like that. It seemed like that ratio. 45 minutes of commercials and 15 minutes of content. And, and that's, it, and I mean, how do you do a show like that? But apparent, I, I'm sure I'm wrong. It's just a perception that I had. And it was, and you know, I don't wish anybody to die. Uh, if there's, I think there's fairly rare cases where I might, but Art Bell, I'm sure he was a decent fellow, but um, he he did not help. <laughs> he did not help the cause of skepticism. Certainly, uh, he, he what he did was to legitimize pseudoscientific thinking. Uh, he he made it. He, he made it possible for kooks to get on radio and spout whatever they wanted to spout. Because as far as I know, and I've heard other people talk about his show, he never really refuted anybody. He just let them say whatever they make whatever claims they wanted to make and just go for it. Now, he would have skeptical-type folks on the show. I think Michael Shermer had been on it. Um, but And uh, he had a friend of mine on the show, a friend of mine who is an expert, quote-unquote, of the Nephilim, these giant... Human angel uh, offspring that walked the earth, and apparently Goliath was a Nephilim, or something. it's just it's just silly because it's just fairy tales. It's all it is. It's fairy tales. It's in the Bible, so what? <laughs> the Bible's a fairy tale too. But anyway, at least that's what I think it is. Uh, anyway, it's just he, he didn't help in the landscape. He did a lot of damage, as far as. Uh, uh, Getting people to think critically, um, advancing science—he did a lot of damage. And so, yeah, you know, it's—I I, you know, I, as I understand, he was about what seventy-four, maybe, maybe I think something. Like that's too young. My mother-in-law died at age seventy-four. That's too young. You need to get—you need to get at least into your one hundred and twenties before you die. Come on. Anyway, uh, I mean, because I am going to live to be three hundred. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he died, and well, what do you gonna do? I mean, there are some skeptic type folks out there who are more tolerant of listening to this kind of stuff. Now I listen to this kind of stuff on Z Talk. I don't listen to a lot of it now, but uh, I used to listen to more of it. And, uh, and but I, I just I, there are skeptics that can listen to a show like Art Bell's and have a, some fun with it. Not on one level they're they're scoffing to themselves about what people believe and that but on another level this they they are still bothered by it they got to be <laughs> they got to be thinking that the guy's not helping uh, like i think um the other thing i want to bring up <clears throat> is uh and then there's this asshole uh Not saying that Art Bell's an asshole, but this guy certainly is Alex Jones. Oh my goodness. Alex Jones is in the news recently. Uh, He is being sued by the parents of, let me get their names, Jesse Heslin and Noah Posner, or Posner, I'm not sure the pronunciation. Um, These two uh, kids were two of the victims of the Sandy Hook shootings uh the shooting that took place uh about five years ago, a little more than five years ago now. Uh and for that five years, this asshole, Alex Jones, who his show is played here on Z Talk Radio. Now I I am I am held to a rule, uh at least one rule, when I do my show. When I started doing this eight years ago, uh the owner of the station let me know that you know, we want a skeptic on. We think it's great to have a show with the resident skeptic of Z-Talk Radio. We think that's great, and we like you, and we like what you do. Um, but, you know, if you're going to talk about, you know, if you're going to be critical of any of the Z-Talk Radio hosts, you got to give them a chance to either be on the show or rebut you or something. You've got to give them a chance. You just can't. You, know, you have to, and you have to let them know that you're going to say stuff, and you have to be uh, upfront about it. Um, I mean, a little needling, they're not... They're not upset about that, but if I do an outright challenge of something, I need to make sure that they know about it. But Alex Jones, well, he might be on the Z Talk Radio Network, but he's not a Z Talk Radio personality. I mean, he's not. He's, he's not. It's uh, he, pro- he probably doesn't even know he's on Z Talk Radio. He probably never even heard of it. Um, like most in- people, haven't heard of this station. Uh, anyway, uh, he. It's when, when I found out that he was going to be on the program, or on the network, I talked to the owner and I said, you know, I'm not going to be kind to him. And he said, well, that's fine. You can do anything you want. You can go as, as deep as you want about him. Uh, as long as it's not libelous, I suppose. And uh, uh, today, I told him and I said, uh, I plan on tearing this guy a uh, new one. And they he says, go for it, <laughs> you know, because it's because it's a little different there. And the thing is, okay, so he's being sued by the by the parents of these two kids uh, for defamation and for a five-year campaign of trying to convince the world that Sandy Hook was a false flag operation and it was a hoax and that all the people involved are actors. Crisis actors playing that. And he's, I, you know, I've watched lots of soap operas and uh, movies, and you know, I know when someone's acting. You, know, you watch one of these guys, you know, he's 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 on camera, but he's not being interviewed at the moment. And you can see he's kind of he's smiling and laughing, and then they then he knows he's going to go on camera. and Then you can see him getting himself all built up, ooh, 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 so he can start crying. Oh, you can see him doing that. You know, so I know when somebody's acting. Really, <sighs> what an asshole. I mean, when I talked about those two shit stains a couple weeks ago. Who you know at least had the balls, even though they they hadn't intended to, but when they were confronted with the pastor, the father of a girl who was killed in a in a shooting in a church down in South, uh, Sutherland uh, Springs, Texas, you know at least they had the balls to say, "No, you're an actor and you're full of shit and all that kind of stuff." They they did say it to his face. I you know they they usually they tuck tail and run but there was a camera crew there and they felt like they felt kind of cornered but so they lashed out anyway. Alex Jones I don't think would have the balls to do that. He's full of shit, you know that, don't you? Because in he was in court not that long ago in a, in a custody battle for his kids and he he testified in court that the per, the persona he puts on for his show is an act. He's playing a character. He's acting. He has the gall to spend five years telling these people that they're actors, that their kids didn't die in this, that this is a false flag, that this is a hoax. He has the gall to do that. And then he admits in court that he's an actor. Fuck you, Alex Jones. And you know the, the latest thing? And this is on NPR. I'll link to these on the show notes. Go to dimland.com and click on the blog option. You'll get to the show notes. He's now backing away from this, from denying the Sandy Hook shooting took place. He's now saying he believes it happened. Oh, what a, what a fucking asshole! Well, I think I've worked myself up to another break. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to Dimland Radio on the Ztalk Radio Network. At ztalkradio.com, I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dimford Simmons. I'll, uh, I'll have a sip of beer and try to calm myself down while, while you listen to this break.
0: I guess I should know by the way you popped your car sideways, I don't station identification. You're listening to Ztalk Radio Network. Operating frequency on ztalkradio.com.
1: Hey, I almost forgot. It's it's time for it's quiz time on Dinland Radio. Everybody got your pens ready? Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question here. It's a multiple choice answer. Uh, can you name the person who said this? That's why I don't eat friggin' lobster or anything like that because they're alive when you kill it. Was that a Mahatma Gandhi? B Jane Goodall, C Albert Einstein or D Snooky. This has been Quiz time on Dimland Radio. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today.
0: Mm, Getting some disease. Getting some disease. Getting some disease. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Listen to Z Talk Radio. On ZTalkRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Doctor Dimfit Simmons. I'm calm now. Well, I'm still not done. Uh, here's the thing that the families of these uh, these two kids that were killed at Sandy Hook—they're suing him for a million dollars. Now, I don't know if it's a million dollars each family or if it's just the two of them suing together for a million dollars. But it seems to me that they really ought to go for a hell of a lot more than that. Uh, Alex Jones makes a lot of money. And his show is pretty much, you know, this is my understanding of it, and I haven't listened to it a lot, but uh, uh, I've seen some, uh, there's a really wonderful takedown of him by uh, John Oliver on that HBO thing that he does. Uh, and there's and I've I've heard other people talk about him. You know, the the Skeptics Guide to the Universe is talking about him. And, and and from what I've seen of it, and uh, of you know, he does a video. He has an online show that you can watch a video. And of course, he's got the thing that's here on Z Talk Radio, which might be the just the audio version of his of his video show, um, where it, it's pretty much his the whole you know bullshit that he he spews his conspiracy theory bullshit is just to uh, keep people watching and listening so that he can sell them his bullshit products his uh, his snake oil stuff you know male enhancement stuff and all this other other crap let's see i i i i printed this out and i wanted to just point this out to you um th- th- somebody was touting some 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 pot Derived cure-all essential oils things. You just a couple drops on your tongue every day, and you'll never get any of these diseases. You know, it'll de- help you with all this stuff. And it just come on. That's just bullshit. How do people fall for this kind of stuff? Because it's easy. Because it's simple. Because it promises cures, or, or something like that. But uh, in the comments for this particular one, I I posted the. The, the disclaimer that, you'll, that, uh, that comes along with these types of ads, you'll see it on TV, it's in small print, or you'll see it in print ads. I, you, don't, you might hear it in a radio ad, but I, I haven't heard, I can't remember if I've heard it or not in a radio ad, but it's, uh, it, it goes like this. Uh, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now, there's one thing that you should know about this. I mean, that's, that's what they put on to cover their ass. Now, the next question you want to ask, and a, a, a Facebook friend of mine, Jeff Wagg, uh, he brought this up. He always says, Well, then what is the product intended to do? If it's not intended to do those, if it's not intended to, to uh, 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 diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, what the hell is it for? you know if you're if you're putting that in there it then isn't it saying it's for nothing you're just wasting your money and and you know how when you watch tv and the big pharma ads the terrible prescription medicine stuff because big pharma is evil and all this kind of bullshit that gets put out there i'm not saying that it's that it's flawless that it hasn't done you know big corporations and companies don't do things that aren't and that are a little un- that they don't do unethical type stuff but you know or unethical unethical whatever the word is anyway i'm not saying that they're saints that they're completely innocent but they're not the evil thing that people who sell that kind of bullshit paint them as being cuz they want you to buy their stuff and when you watch those ads on tv for a prescription medicine and and you and you go and you you watch them and half the ad is telling you all, about all the potential side effects. You know how those go? It's it's you know it's kind of scary. You listen to all that, and it's all these potential side effects, and you think, oh, gee whiz. Uh, it, it, but they have to do that because it's an actual medicine, and it's, actually, it's making actual uh, medical claims, which it has to demonstrate to the FDA that it can do. You know, the, the FDA needs to approve these medications that they are effective and safe so they have you know they have standards that they're held to but this other kind of crap they're they're considered supplements and it's not they don't have quite the same rigorous controls so you'll see all these side effects talked about in the ads because they're required to tell you them but you won't see that disclaimer that the product has not been evaluated by the FDA and that it is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. You won't see that. You'll see it in the ad where you, know, you got Frank Thomas, who used to play uh, baseball for the Chicago White Sox, the Big Hurt. Oh man, the guy's got arms on him that just like tree trunks, and you know the guy he's doing some ad now for some male enhancement, testosterone boosting powder pills or whatever it is, and he hands one bottle to a guy and says, "Your your wife will think will like it too." <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Does it mean you'll want to bang her every five minutes or something like that? Because whatever, and it's you watch it and you see that disclaimer on it. They don't tell you about any of the possible side effects, but they tell you that it's bullshit. That's what that statement means. So keep your eyes open for that. If you see that, don't waste your money. Just say, nope, not wasting my money on that product. Okay. Um, let's see how much time. What time have I got here? What time am I going to shut this down? Okay. Uh, the, uh, this past week... Uh, I think it was this past week, uh, a YouTube channel called UFO Mania put up a, uh, a two or three minute long video of a, uh, uh, where it shows a photograph of some strange creature, a four-legged beast, that is apparently terrorizing uh, the, the, the small town of Santa Fe in Argentina. It's it's killed a couple of dogs already, and there's a photograph of it. It's a real grainy photograph taken at night, low light, so the you know it's got this graininess to it. And you see this creature. It's it's walking on four legs. It's got it's got uh, it, it looks kind of like a dog or a wolf, but its legs are a little too long, and it's it's. Paws are a little too long, and its neck is a little longer than a dog's, and its body is fairly slender. But he, but it has that look to it, as it and it's crawling. It's 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 uh, making its way past this wall in the street. You can see it's some kind of a building, and it's going through the street, and it's really creepy looking and all that. Of course, it's blurry. You know, it's got this grainy look to it because it's low light photograph and it wasn't taken with a flash or anything like that. So you can't get a good detailed image of this creature, and that got put into this video and the video has that that robotic computer voice doing the reading of the text which is really annoying Uh, anyway so um this gets floated out there it didn't take long though it did not take long uh for people to spot it now i i looked at it and you know I just I, my initial reaction was sure it looks creepy but isn't it convenient that it's grainy and fuzzy and you don't get really details isn't that convenient well someone in a thread I think it was a monster talk uh, on their Facebook page somebody posted that image and then along the thread somebody said well uh, here's what it is and he put up a, a uh, an image of uh, an artist's Concept, concept illustration of Professor Lupin in his werewolf state, and Professor Will Lupin, in case you don't know, is a character from the Harry Potter books and movies. So it was an artist concept of what uh, of what Lupin would look like as a werewolf for the movies, and and it looks it's identical. Uh, The colorings changed. The guy just took that image, copied it out. He flipped it it so it was facing the other direction. He put it in the picture. He adjusted the color and then put the grainy effect on everything. And so it looks cool. But everything, the pose is exact and the lighting is exact, although he did mute some stuff here and there. He didn't even distort it because, I mentioned Jeff, Jeff Wagg earlier, Jeff took... The image of the artist, the concept of the werewolf from Harry Potter, he took that out. He cut it out, cut out the, month, the animal part, and he took the photograph of the supposed creature that's that's killing animals in Argentina, and he just cut and pasted it into the other photograph. And he got it to size, put it in, and it fits exactly. It's a hundred percent. This is just some hoax that somebody put this thing together and floated the story Now there might be some strange creature killing dogs in Santa Fe New Mex- uh, uh, not New Mexico Santa Fe Argentina there might be, but that is not a photograph of it and that's part of what's wonderful about the Internets that something that can happen within a matter of days they spot this and somebody has knowledge and says, no that's from you know they has a book with all these illustrations for the Harry Potter series or something like that and he says, no, it's this thing. That's what that is so kudos to the internet for that that's pretty cool and speaking of pretty cool I got f- three cool things for the week uh, number three yes it was a pain in the ass the snow but you know once it's done and you've shoveled because you have that you look at everything that got shoveled Ah, oh, I'm all done once it's done it's nice it looks nice it's pretty there's a pretty wintry scene it's it's that is kind of cool even though it's a pain in the ass if you have to travel in it if you have to shovel it, but still. Number two cool thing for the week is uh, both the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Minnesota Wild are the Twin Cities uh, or Minnesota's professional basketball team and professional hockey team, respectively. Both of them are in the playoffs. Both of them will be booted out of the first round of the playoffs, but they're both in the playoffs, and it's the first time in 14 years that the Minnesota Timberwolves have made it. And the number one Coolest thing of the week on Vulture.com, and I'll link to this in the show notes. Uh, there, they did a, a lengthy article uh, of what they're calling the 100 most influential pages, pages in comic book history. So if you're a comic book fan, you'll like it. Now, there's some dispute whether these are influential pages or not, and whether this article is more of a chronicling of the history of comic books going from its very earliest beginning. It goes chron- chronologically through the you know through the, uh, through the you know Marvel coming into existence and and through uh, you know uh, the underground years and all this kind of stuff, um, and to the independent uh, independent publishers and all that. Um, it's, it's fascinating. Each image gets, I think, about a two-paragraph write-up about it. And, and some of the stuff is striking, very striking, and very, very excellent stuff. It's really, 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 really cool. So that's that. For my week, that was the most uh, coolest thing of the three Good cool night. things. I hope you have at least uh, one night. cool thing happened for you. Wow, or Three cool her. things happen for you this week. Talked right over the hair doctor, didn't I? Well, that's okay. Uh, it, that means I've come to the end of another Dimland Radio. You've been listening to Dimland Radio here on the Z Talk Radio Network. I remind you to be skeptical, and extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And Alex Jones is an asshole. And I'm your host, Jim Doctor Demfit Simmons, reminding you to sleep with the lights off.
0: Has been a production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now a message to our competitors. Thanks, thanks for, for tuning us in. in.
1: What did you think of tonight's installment of Dimland Radio?
0: I'm a